2: Talk about the election races. Plenty of election races uh, that are that we're excited about as conservatives. We have an opportunity to uh, gain some inroads in senatorial and gubernatorial races across the country. An opportunity like we've never seen before, that we've not seen before. And this is going to be an opportunity to take advantage of some of those races. But I want to talk to you about freedom, and I want to talk to you about responsibility. I'm going to do something a little differently today. I'm going to go through a column that Dennis Prager wrote a couple of years back. Our dress rehearsal for a police state. I want, to, I want to talk about that because I want you to understand that everything that is impacting you today, everything that you're frustrated about today, is tied to what the left attempted to do to you. When you talk about high gas prices, surging grocery prices, the inflation and the economy, all of the things that we're experiencing today, a lot of those things are going to get us to Election Day tomorrow. And we're going to vote Republican as a result of the Democrat policies. But I want you to understand how we got here. I was sitting here thinking I, I got the second hour lined up. I was preparing for the show and I was like, OK, this is what I think I'm going to talk about in the second hour. I want to I, I, I want to talk about the uh, lockdowns again. You know, I, I I, want to remind people of what the left has done to us what we can never forget. There's a columnist from The Atlantic that talked about how basically a lot of these people, the lockdowners, if you will, deserve this COVID amnesty. And no, they they, they don't. And I want to make sure that we talk about that. I want to talk about affirmative action in the third hour. I want to talk to you about why the left, the Democrat Party, is losing the Latino vote. Apparently they're becoming uh, normie voters, if you will. And the left is losing the Latino vote. And I think affirmative action and, 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 and the left losing the Latino vote, all of these things tie in together. But I was sitting here thinking, God, why is it so hard? Why is it so difficult to convince Americans that freedom is worth it? Sometimes I sit and I, 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 I just don't get it. I, I, I don't understand why, as conservatives, we have to fight so hard to convince people that freedom is worth it, that freedom is worth fighting for. And I don't understand why people don't seem to get it. And then I really started thinking about it because, honestly, I'll I'll usually prep for the second and third hour of the program. And for the first hour, I just, you know, you kind of want to do something a little different, perhaps uh, develop a monologue of sorts or uh, you know, just just kind of wowed the audience If I'm being honest at times And and I just sat and I started thinking about the elections And I started thinking about what's at stake And I had an argument with a lady At a racetrack gas station yesterday for 30 minutes <laughs> For those of you that are familiar with that And she's a she was a big lib I'll, I'll tell you about that a little later But I just started thinking God, what do I want to talk about this first hour? And it came to me why freedom is so scary to so many people. See, freedom is scary because it requires responsibility. And I know, I know, again, there's going to be a lot of news stories popping up and everybody wants to hear who's doing what in this race and how well they're doing in this race. But all of that is for not if we don't understand the responsibility that we have as American voters, as American citizens, as uh, 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 to to spread freedom, not just here. But around the globe, I believe that God has blessed America to be a blessing to others, to be a blessing to other nations, not to dole out uh, welfare or international welfare, so to speak, but to be that 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 shining city on a hill. And then I I just went back to God. This is this is such an amazing country. So many miracles had to transpire in order for this country to, to to become what it is today, why do people have such hatred for it, such contempt for freedom? And again, I go back to freedom is scary. Freedom is scary because it requires a lot of responsibility. Let me let me share with you a story that I've shared before. I'm I'm sure while sitting in for Dennis Prager, and by the way, thank you so much. Uh, Prager and Sue, Alan Estrin, uh, Sean McConnell in my ear, Lou has got my back. Thank you so much for the opportunity uh, to sit behind your microphone, Dennis. It's truly an honor. I'm always humbled uh, to be, to be Frank uh, when I'm sitting behind the microphone of Dennis Prager, of uh, any other national guest, but uh, Dennis Prager uh, carries a, a, I mean, he carries a big shoe print. Um, but a lot of these hosts, Mike Gallagher, the same. I'm always honored. It, it's just amazing uh, I'm humbled by what God has, uh, has done. But, uh, I was sitting there thinking about my childhood. And for those of you that don't know, you may be hearing for the first time. I, I grew up in a cult. I grew up in a cult and the cult was kind of cool. It was called the worldwide church of God. Herbert W. Armstrong was the, uh, pastor general. We called him of the Worldwide Church of God, and as long as you belonged to this church, you were good. I mean, you could behave like a heathen during the week, but it didn't matter. you belonged to this particular church. Now, we did some things. we actually copied uh, the Jewish faith somewhat and, 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 and we copied Seventh Day Adventist. and on the you know Friday nights we'd, we would rest for the Sabbath, we would cut off the TV, we would just focus on God, um, and we would do that from sundown Friday to, uh, to sundown Saturday. And we practiced those things, but they were kind of things, they were kind of things and as long as we 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 went to this particular church and we listened to these particular ministers, we were good, we were on our way to heaven, we had nothing to worry about, so we weren't incentivized necessarily, and plenty of people did listen a lot of good. Uh, good, decent people that were in the church. So I'm not saying that's the case with all, but I can tell you in my particular case, my mentality was, listen, I want to be a good boy, but sometimes I get into a little trouble. I think I'm, but but I'm okay. I'm okay because I I belong to this church. But life happened to me. I went through a series of events where I was a bad boy. I did some uh, stupid things, if you will. And then I was paying the consequences for a lot of the stupid things that I had done. And later in my life. By the grace of God. God reached down from heaven. And he changed my heart and he he changed my mind. And I got to tell you, I became a Christian, but I I was so scared. I was so scared. And I sat there thinking, why? Why? Am I so scared here? I was, I had always gone to at least some type of church for with the exception of maybe three or four years out of my life to some type of religious practice, church or what have you. But this time it was different. I was scared. We had great fellowship with the people in the worldwide Church of God, we had great events, sports events, you name it, you're talking about community like nobody's business. But when I would be by myself, things were different. And I'll tell you why I was so scared to become a Christian when we get back. This is Carl Jackson in for Dennis Frager. Back in a few. I I think I love you.
1: The Fed is unstable. Interest rates could go up at any moment. If you're relocating and need to buy a new home or invest in real estate, get fully underwritten and approved with Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at Sierra Pacific Mortgage, before you make an offer. Their fast-track approval process will allow you to compete with cash offers, whether you're buying today, tomorrow, or a year from now. Even though housing prices are stabilizing or coming down, economic uncertainty, supply chain issues, and limited construction means the real estate market is limited and competitive. Go to andrewandtodd.com. That's andrewandtodd.com right now. Get fully approved today and have confidence so that when you're ready to buy, you'll have the money ready to go. Don't wait. Go to andrewandtodd.com. Lock in today's still historically low rates. Go to andrewandtodd.com. That's andrewandtodd.com.
2: Hi, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776-1-8-Prager-776. Thank you, Pete Paquette, for bringing me some copy here. Uh, listen, guys, I, I, I've been talking about the issue of freedom and why freedom is so scary and just kind of giving you my personal testimony. I want to do a bit of a different show today, and I'm going to touch on the the lockdowns. I want to touch on Dennis Prager and callers don't go anywhere. I promise uh, that I will get to you the number to call in 1-8-Prager-776 or 1-877-243-7776, one 243 7776 Make sure you visit Dennis Prager's website, DennisPrager.com. You can uh, catch Dennis Prager uh, uh, or go to PragerTopia.com for the podcast. Make sure you check out PragerU.com for the five-minute videos. It's so funny. I was thinking about freedom and responsibility, and I just happened on the way. I was like, I bet you there's a PragerU video. (laughs) I typed in freedom and responsibility, and a PragerU video popped up. You guys should make sure – Uh, Make sure you watch as many PragerU videos as possible uh, and share them with friends, family, your children, especially very important if we want to save this country. But going back to this story of freedom and why freedom is so scary for some. And I wrote about this years ago is because freedom requires a personal responsibility. And that's what I didn't have necessarily in the Worldwide Church of God. Everything was incumbent upon what this church did or uh, incumbent upon being a member of this particular church and somehow i thought that would buy me amnesty if you will or or i would get a pass to go to go to heaven but once i became a christian things became different i had to really start looking at my life with the help of the bible and god speaking to me through the bible and it was like man I'm really lacking in this area. I really stink in this area. And all of a sudden it became scary because as I started to self-examine based upon the Bible, I was like, man, I'm not this person who I thought I was. I was seeing all my faults. I, were, I, 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 I was seeing all of my inadequacies. They all came to, to front, to, my for, uh, to, to, you know, to mind. And I just sat there thinking, God, help me. And he did. Thank God. I mean, I believe in Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian and I believe that he saved me from the wrath of God. Um, And I truly do uh, do believe that. But it was really scary at the time because now my behavior uh, wasn't going to I wasn't going to get to. I, I had to check my behavior. Right. I'm in a right relationship with Jesus Christ. But also I'm going to be judged based upon my behavior. And that was scary to me, not be not not because of some membership that I had with the church. And that was a very, very scary awakening. You know, oftentimes we'll talk about the voters. The, I mean, we'll talk about the politicians. We'll talk about the work that the politicians have done on America, how badly America has been or has become under the leadership Of the Democrat Party, and it has, and it has, and and, and we'll get into that, obviously. But I have to sit back and I have to say, God, what part did we have in this as conservatives? How did we miss the boat? How did we miss the boat? How did we let our country fall so far? And then I started thinking of Prager's column. It came to mind. Our dress rehearsal for a police state. I don't know that people typically do this. It's kind of weird, awkward, I guess, to come on to someone's national show and then <laughs> and then delve into their column. But I hope that Dennis will consider it. Uh, I, actually, I, I don't think he'll mind it at all. And I don't think you will at all. And I'll get into some of the things that I've written about before. We'll get into these amnesty lockdowns, why the left and no one that was a part of these lockdowns should receive any type of amnesty whatsoever, any type of mercy, in my opinion. Dennis Prager starts off this column, and I want to start with this all my life. He says, I've dismissed paranoids on the right. America is headed to communism and the left. It can't. And I'm quoting it. It can't happen here. Referring to fascism. It's not that. I believed liberty was guaranteed being familiar with history and a pessimist regarding the human condition. I never believed that. But he goes on and says this. To say this, rather, but the ease with which police state tactics have been employed. Now, this is going back in April of 2020, guys. This is over two and a half years ago. But the ease with which police state tactics have been employed and the equal ease with which most Americans have accepted them have been breathtaking. Guys, I suffered with the very same thoughts. Because we have become so complacent in liberty, but that we forgot to cultivate it. Let me take a sidestep here real quick. I was telling you that I got into an argument yesterday with a. this was so random. This this was so random. I didn't even have the time. I was on my way. I had to do some business. This lady comes up to my truck and I'm sitting there pumping gas. And I'm like, lady, just ask me for money and get it over with. I mean, I knew that's what she was coming up for. Right. But she didn't look dirty. She didn't look crazy. She didn't. You know, it turns out she was collecting money for a uh, for a local uh, dog shelter that I'm that I am aware of. It's it's legitimate. All right. You know, that's rare. Right. When these people come up to you. But it was but it was legitimate. And in uh, and, and somehow or another, we got into a conversation uh, about dogs and the mistreatment of animals. And she mentioned something about beagles. And then I mentioned Fauci <laughs> and the experiment with beagles. And she was like, oh, that that never happened. I do You know, other a couple of other people have told me that that never happened. And I was like, what? That 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 never happened. Yes, yeah, sure. Sure. It happened. But anyway, I was like, I got to go. I'm not going to get into a political uh, debate at this point in time. But God gives you opportunities. And I decided to take advantage of this. The craziest thing happened. The craziest thing happened. All of a sudden, this lady went from just collecting money or trying to for this uh, this this dog rescue uh, place facility to mentioning the. Oz, Dr. Oz race and John Fetterman race in Pennsylvania. And then she talked about oh, you know, Dr. Oz experimented on animals. And I'm sitting there thinking, lady, you don't even know who you're dealing with. I can dice you up politically, (laughs) but I'm not going to because I'm in a hurry and I've got things to do and I've got to get out of here. I've got to get on my way. So I'm sitting there thinking, Carl, avoid the conversation. You don't have time. And then it hit me. Freedom requires responsibility. I couldn't let that opportunity pass. And so I turned to the lady and I asked, okay, okay, we're going to go here. Let's go here. You're talking to me about Dr. Oz as a doctor at some point in time as a medical practice experimenting on animals. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I asked her, so are you telling me that you support abortion? Are you telling me that you support genocide? Are you telling me that you support John Fetterman? Guys, what happened next was truly amazing. This is Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager.
1: They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Go to Bambi.com right now and type in Dennis Prager under podcast when you sign up. Spelled Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com, Bambi dot com, and type in Dennis Prager. A lot of people have HR issues, but they don't want to spend the money on an HR person. And this starts at just $99 per month. Bambi dot com.
2: Never miss an opportunity to fight for your freedom. This is Carl Jackson sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. Callers, please don't go anywhere. I promise I will get to you at some point uh, or as soon as I can, uh, honestly. You know, it's like um, talking about freedom. Yeah, I, I I think of freedom. Whenever I think of freedom, I think of these three a- aspects. I think of spiritual freedom. It's why I'm a Christian. I think of political freedom. It's why I, why I, I'm a conservative. It, it, I I think of I think of financial freedom because we would all like to hopefully not be in debt and 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 to be able to use. Our money and ways in which God would want us to be able to use our money, obviously save and invest and provide for uh, families and be generous and uh, and give, but also to have fun with it. I'm not as good with the last part. I'm trying to trying to work there. Sometimes I I'm, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I I, I have to admit uh, at times. And, uh, and, and and so my wife will try to slow me down and make me think of the better things <laughs> in, in life. And it's hard because I, I I'm a grinder. Uh, especially when it comes to politics and um, my business. I'm a grinder, and, and, and sometimes I have to slow down and uh, smell the roses. Um, and actually, it's why I bought Dennis Frager's book on happy, <laughs> happiness, because I admit uh, that I need some help. But I, get, I came across this opportunity yesterday, and I just sat there, and I believe, I believe that it was God who quickened me. and like, don't let this opportunity pass with this woman. Guys, we we started talking about everything under the sun. I'm not gonna sit here and I'll, I'll spare you some detail. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that this lady walked away converted. I mean, we got we got somewhat heated, but I made a conscious decision, and 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 I'll be completely open and transparent with you. This it's almost as if God brought a crowd. I pulled up to that gas station. There are um, There are five bays. It's a very, I mean, just this huge canopy, if you will. The thing must be 20 feet or so high. Just, I mean, just massive. One of these newer, really fancy, you know, uh, it, it was just massive. Racetrack had done it up nice. Plenty of space between the pumps and so on. Two pumps on each side of these massive columns that, uh, uh, that exist. So, essentially, you get four pumps per each row. You get 20 pumps. And I, I kid you not, when I pulled up, There must have been four or five cars. By that time I get in a conversation with this woman, I'm looking around, and with the exception of maybe one pump that I see, every pump is full. And I made a conscious decision. Not only am I going to talk about freedom, I'm going to talk about it loudly so that everyone could hear. And I got to be honest with you, I'm human. I felt uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. There was a, there was a brother right in, <laughs> in front of me, and the first thought that came to mind is, what is he going to think about me? I'm just being honest with you. I saw a Latino dude. I kind of thought the same thing. And I sat there, and I was like, forgive me. Screw it. I'm diving all in. I don't care what these people think of me. Were it not for people like me? Were it not for people like you? Were it not for people like Dennis Prager standing in the gap, there would be no freedom. So it's time for us to be bold about our freedom. The lady told me that all Republicans are fascists. This is what she told me. After talking about abortion, she didn't know what to say as far as abortion was concerned. But she came came around. She admitted that she didn't believe in it, but that women should have the choice. It's their bodies. And then when I asked her about DNA evidence, she said, yeah, you're right. I, well, I don't agree with it. Guys, we have to speak up. We'll be back.
1: You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. On top of the special available to my listeners on the Percale and Giza Dream bedsheets, marked down as low as twenty nine ninety eight. Mike is now changing the game with his three-piece towel set. This set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent, yet still providing the soft feel you look for in a towel. This set comes with one bath, one hand towel, and one washcloth, typically retailing for $49.99. For a limited time, you can get this three-piece towel set for the low price of $19.98 with the promo code Prager. Don't miss out on these extraordinary offers. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. 800-761-6302. Use the promo code Prager or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use the promo code Prager. All
2: right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. My name is Carl Jackson. I'm sitting in for Dennis Prager. Callers don't go anywhere. I'll get to you shortly. Tom, Glenn, Mike, Vincent, I see you out there. The number to call in if you want to be a part of the program, 1-8-PRAGER-776-18-PRAGER-776 is the number to call into the program. You can check out my podcast at the Carl Jackson show dot com or go to Salem podcast dot com. Please subscribe, like and share there. You can follow me on social media. The Carl Jackson show. So we've been talking about freedom and why freedom is scary. Freedom is scary because it requires responsibility. It requires maintenance. It requires cultivation. I sit here and I was thinking about the polls and there's so many people that I've been donating to. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm not a rich man. I borrow money from Sean McConnell all the time. So I you know, I, I but I've been trying to dole out money here and there across the nation. Twenty five bucks here, 50 bucks here, sometimes as much as 100 where I can afford it. Um, and actually, I've been stretching beyond sometimes my my comfort zone because I believe that freedom is that important. We have an opportunity to win races that we've never stood a chance at, or we haven't for quite some time. Lee Zeldin in New York, Tiffany Smiley, Drazen, all of these names, Bulldog in New Hampshire. We have opportunities to put freedom back on the map. And I sit here and I think I want to be a part of that. If it's five dollars, ten dollars, I I I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of restoring our conservative values, our Judeo-Christian heritage in America, because it works and it's best. But if we don't share it, if we don't speak up, how will people know? So I got in this conversation with this woman and the next thing she said was, well, she moved on from 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 abortion after i confronted her with the dna evidence and i'm like i'm like how do you square that and then she admitted that her daughter wanted to have an abortion at 19 but she wasn't for it but her her mindset was well, people should have the choice, and then oh my god, and then she went to the Raphael Warnock. She didn't, she didn't know that I knew this. She didn't know who they, who she was messing with. She went to the Raphael Warnock in the Herschel Walker debate, and she was like, "Well, do you want the government inside of the uh uh inside of the uh what is the hospital room with the woman?" And I was like, "Oh, lady, lady, you don't realize I watched the debate." Uh, but anyway, so I sat there and I was like, "Wait a minute." Do you, I, I didn't have anything to do with that child. Do you want me? Do you want a politician to empty my wallet and pay for that abortion? Do you have the right to do that? Guys, she didn't have an answer. She literally did not have an answer. So she tried to move on. The next thing she said was Republicans. Now, I wouldn't let her move on. She would always go back to Trump as evil. Trump is that. And I was like, where did Trump come from? Speak to me about policy. She said, well, Republicans are fascists. And I said, fascist. I said, I'm a Republican. I take offense to that. I'm not a fascist. And I said, well, tell me what a fascist is. Define it. Now, this is a lady. If you looked at her, listen, she was she was more than middle aged. She had to be 55, 60 ish. uh, 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 You know, if, if, if I'm if I'm guessing here. And I said, well, define it. Please define what a fascist is because you shouldn't go around. And I told her you shouldn't go around calling people these names and being so divisive. So please tell me what you mean by it. This is what she told me. And I kid you not. This is what this lady told me. And it's indicative of what the left does to their their voters. They make them mad and they stop thinking. The lady told me I forgot what it means. I forgot what it means, but you hate a group of people because they're quote unquote fascist, but you tell me you forget what it means. I asked her about the fascist state. I asked her about the Democrat Party colluding with the FBI, colluding with big tech, colluding with major corporations. I said, ma'am, isn't that fascism? Isn't that what your party is doing? Guys, I'm not sitting here pretending like I was getting somewhere with this woman. But I wanted to make sure that not only she heard a fight back, but everybody around me heard it. That's not me. I'll be frank with you guys. I'm a loner. I'm one of these people. I'm 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 an introvert. I like. (laughs) I'm one of these weird people. I like reading. I like spending time alone. I like minding my own business, but I felt compelled that day to cultivate freedom because freedom is a responsibility. And if we don't cultivate it, if we don't face our own fears, we're going to lose it. Do you understand that tomorrow Is a major day. Yes, it's an election, but it's not the finish line. You understand that tomorrow is just the starting point. Do you understand that every single one of these policies that the Democrat Party has put in place are going to wreak havoc afterwards, after tomorrow? You understand that Joe Biden has already tapped out the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Right. Forty year low. He's done what he's going to do to pretend as if he actually brought gas prices down. It's fake. It's artificial. So Republicans are going to take control of the House and, Lord willing, the Senate. And I do believe that's going to happen. And you know what the media is going to do. Do you know what the Democrat Party is going to do? Do you know what big tech is going to do? Aha. see. Republicans won. Everything is going up. Tomorrow is the starting line. It is not the finish line. If you want freedom, if you want freedom in America to be restored, because, guys, we've lost it. We're in a police state. I'll go back through this column. Thank God we're not in a totalitarian state. If we were in a totalitarian state, Dennis Prager would have never been allowed to publish the column that he wrote about the dress rehearsal for the police state. But well, we've got an opportunity. We've got to cultivate freedom wherever God gives us an opportunity. This lady went on to talk about hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. And she was like, well, when it, didn't Trump tell us uh, to uh, uh, to take a horse pill, uh, a pill for animals and this and that? And I, I asked her, I said, did you take ibuprofen? Oh, well, yeah, I have. OK, well, I used to give my dogs ibuprofen, ma'am. We share a lot of the same medicines that animals, these people, they don't think. They don't think because this is what the left has done to them. I'll talk about affirmative action in the third hour. I hate affirmative action. At one point in time, I thought there was a time and place for that, but I rethink it, and I think I was wrong all along, but I hate it. The left does nothing. They do nothing but work to destroy this country, so it's up to us to restore freedom. We'll be back. This is Carl Jackson, and for Dennis Craig back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host Carl Jackson sitting in for Dennis Prager. We can talk about corrupt politicians all day long. We can talk about bad politicians all day long. But also as voters, we have to take responsibility. We are the best and greatest country that God has ever given man. If we don't pay attention to the election process, who will? Who will? That's why. The founders brilliantly created the House of Representatives so that we would be close enough to the legislature. They, they would be people of, you know, of the people. So we have to stay involved. We have to take responsibility for our successes and failures. We have to be accountable. We have to hold ourselves accountable for restoring freedom to America. Let's take a call real quick. Let's go to Tom. Tom has been waiting some time. Tom is in Glendora, California. Tom, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. you got the mic.
3: Thank you very much, Carl. This is old 77-year-old asthmatic Tom. I'm Tom (laughs) the Weezer (laughs) Geezer, Carl.
2: Good to hear from you, Tom.
3: I, I tell you, I'm so inspired listening to you. You are a brilliant, courageous, passionate, patriotic, noble, Christian warrior, and we need millions more like you. Your story of the lady in the gas station and the way you handled it is irrefutable proof of what a good man you are, C.J., Carl Jackson, little C.J., you're right there with big C.J., Christ Jesus, C.J. Uh and C.J., hand in hand, and I love it, the way you didn't get angry. You spoke out the truth. As you know, Jesus said, the truth will set you free. Our freedom is on the brink here, as you pointed out. This is the best hour of radio, talk radio, I think I've ever heard, and I love the way you emphasize God. The only hope is for all Americans today to pray to God of the Christian Bible, MAGA, M-A-G-A, make America <laughs> godly again, great again and godly, and for God's sake, literally, vote tomorrow to remove the Marxist demons, and the only way to do it, deeply flawed though they may be, vote Republican to save America, or we will lose The greatest nation god ever created please vote republican to save the country
2: thank you tom we have an opportunity to slow the spread to slow the spread of marxism now listen um i don't i I almost wanted to scoot over sean when he started mentioning christ jesus i don't want to take a lightning bolt here in the studio guys (laughs) let let me let me let me let me say this i um i'm human uh yesterday was not typical me. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and, and pat myself on the back and pretend like I'm some some great warrior. It's just all of us have to do our part. God convicted me yesterday, and I made a conscious choice to turn around and talk to this woman. I spent 30 minutes debating with that woman out loud, 30 minutes. And I ran late for an appointment big time, but I felt like freedom was worth it at that point in time. Guys, I promise you I'll get to you on the other side. Glenn, Mike, Vincent, Cheryl, don't go anywhere. We'll continue with this conversation after the break. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. Hey, welcome back to the Dennis Prager show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the great Dennis Prager. It's always, always an honor. Uh, guys, uh, the number to call in to the program one a Prager seven seven six. That's one a Prager seven seven six. We're talking about freedom and why freedom is so scary to some. And freedom is scary because it requires uh, responsibility. It requires that you take accountability for your own actions. Uh, for your own, de- you know, your own decisions, your, your choices, your habits, so on, et cetera. Uh, and that can be scary. I had to learn to do that when a lot of people say, oh, Christianity is a crutch for man. Oh, actually, sometimes it can be Act like, like that ain't a, uh, that's a good thing, actually. Uh, but, but it can be scary because now I'm sitting here and I have this relationship that's one on one with, with God. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, I'm accountable to God. Uh, based upon uh, not just my behavior, but my my, my thoughts and, and my relationship with him and the time that I spend with him. And I'm like, man, all I had to do earlier, or at least I thought, was just drive up to a certain address. It was actually a Jewish community center in Long Beach uh, that I used to go to uh, church at, a building that we would rent, the facility that we would rent. But we had uh, churches all across Garden Grove, San Diego, you name it, across California and actually across the United States as well. Uh But uh, uh but it was a different experience once once I became uh, once I became a Christian and it forced me to look in a mirror and look at my own behavior, my own actions and start to uh, change some things because God was beginning uh to convict me. And again, I go back to the responsibility that we have as patriots, that we have as voters. I don't think you have a right to complain about what politicians are doing if you don't show up to vote. I I would go even a little further. I I I think you need to donate I, or or get involved in the process in some way shape or form if you cannot maybe it's as simple I love the way my friends at American adversaries say it you need to do vote plus this time uh, this time around and maybe it's just sticking a yard sign in your yard like you you know you haven't done that before maybe it's donating five bucks if you you know if you haven't done that before maybe it's a hundred maybe it's maybe it's 2500 for some of you that can afford it. Whatever it may be, but whatever you've done before in order to cultivate freedom, we have to make sure that we talk about freedom, that we maintain it. I always go back to this and I read it often on air, but I always go back to this part of the Declaration of Independence and it moves me every time. But it says here, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Guys, you realize that the left and the federal government completely flipped that around. You understand that, right? You understand that, right? It's unbelievable. It goes on to say that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and their happiness. So we can complain all day long. But the question is, what are you doing to cultivate freedom? What are you doing to get past your your fears, callers? I promise I'll get to you, Glenn. I'll get to you shortly. You've been waiting a while, Mike, Vincent, Cheryl. I'll get to you. The number to call in one eight Prager seven seven six one eight Prager seven seven six. Dennis Prager goes on to speak about in his column our dress rehearsal for a police state he says now this was two and a half years ago mind you people will argue that a temporary police state has been justified because of the allegedly unique threat to life posed by the new coronavirus at the time covid 19. he says i do not believe that data will bear that out regardless let us at least agree that we are closer to a police state than ever in american history And he is proven to be right again. Thank God we're not in a totalitarian state. So we still have time to fight tomorrow marks the beginning of the fight. But do not forget that tomorrow you are on the starting line. That is not the finish line. I understand that this has been hard, a hard two years. I understand that it's been difficult. But if you want your posterity, if you want your children, if you want your grandchildren to inherit an America that's better than the one that you've inherited, we've got some work to do. We've got some work to do. We've been sitting on our laurels for far too long as conservatives just thinking that we could somehow preserve society, I guess, just by being around. It hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. We've got to get involved. We've got to do something. One of the ways in which Dennis Prager writes about how the police state will come to fruition or what, some of the things that we saw, he said, we saw draconian laws depriving citizens of elementary civil rights. Federal, state, and county, and city governments started to restrict. And at the time, he said, are now restricting almost every freedom except those of travel and speech. Guys, do you, do you remember that? I did, a, I did a podcast on this morning. No mercy for lockdowners. No mercy for lockdowners. Do you understand There is a columnist at the Atlantic that wrote about oh you know uh, you, you, you gotta you gotta forget her name is Emily Oster. She wrote a column in The Atlantic talking about how uh, we, we we basically need to uh, forgive the lockdowners No, no, we shouldn't It was totally anti american totally antithetical to our founding beliefs to our founding principles to our constitution and i'm sorry these people need to pay they need to pay a price i don't care and i'm not one of these people i don't like seeing people suffer i don't like seeing people lose their jobs i i i i I don't like seeing people go to jail but we should have no mercy for these lockdowners they killed people and they lied about it and they lied about the evidence all along, knowing damn well that people were suffering adverse effects from the vaccines. Up to 33 percent, 10.2 million people studied. They knew all along and they lied. Mask, social distancing, they knew all along. Do you understand? There's no forgiveness for that. Ah, I take that back. We can forgive them after they're jailed. We can forgive them after they sought repentance, after they begged for our forgiveness. Then we can forgive them. But they need to pay a price. They need to pay a price. You know, guys, when I started to change my lifestyle, I was like, all right, God, things should be hunky-dory now. Yes, I, I lived a bad life, but now I'm serving you, Lord. No consequences, right? Let's wipe the slate clean, the slate clean. Unfortunately, it didn't work like that. I still had to pay the price for things that I had done. And quite frankly, I deserve to pay the price in some instances, I believe. That's just the way that it is. But these draconian laws deprived us of elementary civil rights, and we laid down for it with ease. Americans were banned from going to work. You guys remember when they said, Hey, listen, Sally's job, Sally the waitress, or Wendy the waitress, her job is not essential, but 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 George the governor his job is. Well wait a minute, Sally the or Wendy, I'm sorry, the waitress, plays for George the Governor, pays his salary. Can you please explain to me how how her job isn't essential when she has to feed her kids, but his job is. Please explain that to me. It's insane. It's insane. John. how much time do we have before the break? Okay, I tell you what, let's take a call real quick. We have a minute before the break. Let's go to Glenn. Glenn is in Glendale, Arizona. Glenn, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You got the mic.
4: Hey, Carl. So I wanted to, six months ago when you and I spoke about, I brought up the the black and the Latino vote, and it just needs to switch a little bit. So what I'm going uh, to, Um, I found a way of, Using their own logic against them, especially African-American and Latinos. And when I have this conversation that you had with the lady yesterday, I use very simple questions to poke holes in them. And so what I'll say is most of the arguments Latinos make about abortion, they'll say, well, I don't agree with it. I think it's immoral. But then – but but Linda should be able to do it. So then I always right. ask them, okay. So I, I run with their logic, and I, 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 I leave them to the believe that, that I'm sort of with it. And then I say, well, what about slavery? Do you believe in slavery? They'll say, "Oh no, no, it's wrong. It's immoral." I said, "Well, would you be would you be friends with Chuck if he owned seven slaves? Like you would, like you would be friends with Linda who had an abortion?" And it gets them to think because they've never really have been asked questions to prove their own logic. They're willing Glenn, to an what, abortion.
2: Glenn. Ho- Glenn, hold on, hold on. I, I'm going to come back with Glenn. This is Carl Jackson in for Dennis Prager. We had to take a quick break. We'll be right back. More on the other side. All right, welcome back. To the Dennis Prager Show, I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for Dennis Prager. The number to call in, 1-8-PRAGER-776. That is 1-8-PRAGER-776 or 1-877-243-7776. Let me tell you real quickly about the Dennis and Julie podcast airing on the salem podcast network com that's salem podcast network com or wherever you listen to your podcast so uh, uh, Dennis and Julie dive into the hookup culture on in their latest podcast so make sure you check that out all right Okay, so it comes out today at 12 Pacific, as a matter of fact. So thank you, Sean McConnell. Dennis and Julie delve into an exploration of the hookup culture. What would happen if men and women could switch brains? What do people's uh, living habits reveal about them when dating? Uh, what are your immediate turnoffs? So find out that and many more questions that will be answered in their podcast. That's the Dennis and Julie podcast at SalemPodcastNetwork.com, SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Two intellectuals going toe to toe. I'm glad they are on our side. So make sure you check that out. Let's return to the lines real quick. We're speaking to Glenn. Glenn is from Glendale, Arizona. He was talking about the Latino uh, and black vote. And as a matter of fact, Uh, There's some news breaking on. Actually, it's not necessarily breaking, uh, but it's indicative of what's been happening on Breitbart Red Tsunami Eve. Uh, The polls indicate that Dems are losing support among Hispanic and black voters big time uh, in this election. We'll talk about that a little later in the program, as well as why I'm so glad that affirmative action uh, is going to go bye bye. When you teach a couple of generations of a particular group that they're inferior or that they're incapable of learning uh, because of their skin color. Uh, What the heck do you expect to get? It's insane. Affirmative action needs to go bye bye. All right, let's go back to Glenn. Glenn is in Glendale, Arizona. Glenn, welcome back to the program. Yes, sir. So uh,
4: uh, Ice Cube had made a comment about two weeks ago and he said something to the effect of, we've been voting Democrat for decades and got nothing of it. And what I'm starting to see slowly but surely, and it's taken a long time, is the the the, uh, the, the scales have been taken off. And like they said in Uncle Tom too, when the scales are taken off, people can see clearly. And so what it's taken a long time for Blacks and Latinos in particular because they've been the ones used and people, hate, yeah. people don't like being used. Whoever you are, I don't care if you're even a Democrat, nobody likes being used. And sure. so what i seen is they've, they've used these talking points, even about abortion. I told you, the, the argument that I make them look foolish and stupid with with is is when they say that, well, it's immoral, it's wrong. Well, then they, that, that same person would say that slavery is immoral and wrong. But they wouldn't right. be friends with Johnny who has a slave, but they'll be friends with Kathy who had an abortion. So what, what, what they've done is the Democrat Party has, they've pretty much uh, fed us propaganda that we bought for years and years and never ever even thought about questioning. But over the last six, eight, ten years, I'm going to say, the questions have been out. And blacks and Latinos, slowly but surely, the scales are being uh, uh, taken down, and they're starting to see clearly, with clarity. And, and when you see clear what's going on in America, who, who who the heck can vote Democrat? So that's my observation. We don't need 51% of Latinos and blacks. We need 20 yeah. 30 35%. And the Democrats know to the extent that they lose that, the party's over. The the, the ethnic and the race politics are over with them. So I want to just get your take if you're saying what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, You know what? And and listen, uh, uh, Glenn, I appreciate the call. I, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. I do believe that the scales are falling off of the eyes of some. Uh, Listen, I want to go for 100 percent. I'm not satisfied uh, with 20 percent. Here's another thing that I will say that I'm concerned about, and I'll dive into this uh, 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 more uh, shortly here. Another reason why I decided to speak on today freedom and responsibility and, and the caretaking, if you will, of freedom is simply because right now we're dealing with inflation. Eventually, that's going to get better. Right, uh, right. We're, we're dealing with this crime wave. Oh, man. It is the left, including Hillary Clinton, lying about that uh, forgotten man. He's a producer of the officer Tatum. Uh, Share with me some research on Friday. I didn't get an opportunity to get into it. I want to talk about it a little bit today. But 27 of the 30 cities with the highest crime rates that have risen, including homicide, are all run by Democrats. Twenty seven out of 30. Twenty seven out of 30. And you have some left wing organization lying and trying to flip it. Well, the biggest crime you see is in red states. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that as well. But basically, what I'm doing is talking about Dennis Prager's uh, column, our dress rehearsal for a police state, guys. That's what we're trying to stop. We're trying to stop this spread of Marxism before we get to a totalitarian uh, to- totalitarian state. Before it gets that bad. That's what we're going to be doing. Tomorrow on Election Day and God help us, wherever you are, you need to be fighting to make sure that your state has an election day and we get away from these election seasons. People have election seasons because it's easier to cheat. I understand that it's convenient, uh, but we need to chop these things down. The fact that there should not be, in my opinion, there should not be one vote counted after midnight on November 8th on Election Day makes no sense to me whatsoever. No, sin. if you really love freedom, get your butt to the pole or right, I don't take you seriously. I'm sorry. I'm tired of this. Oh, we need three. We need three weeks. We need four weeks. We need a month. All right. You love freedom so much. Get your butt to the pole. Figure it out. I'm sorry. I'm tired of this stuff. All they do is cheat. So what the left does is cheat. They want things open for so long, so they have more opportunity to cheat. Thank God Republicans are wising up to it. Uh, But, Glenn, I do believe Glenn is right, and actually the data reveals that he's right. We'll get into it in the third hour. A guy by the name of—I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I read him as often as I can— Uh, He used to be a strategist for the Democrat Party. His name is Rye Tessera. I believe it's R-U-Y. I mean, no disrespect. I literally don't know how to pronounce his name. R-U-Y-T-E-I-X-E-I-R-A. He does fabulous work at Substack. He's a Democrat. He's a liberal. But the guy has common sense. He was the guy. That told the left, that told Barack, former President Barack Obama at the time, our strategy needs to be to basically abandon the white working class. We can go after the Latino vote. We can go after other minority groups, that working class, and basically abandon the whites. And he admits that he was totally wrong. And he explains why. Uh, Latinos are flocking uh, to the Democrat Party and will continue to do so unless uh, the Democrat Party changes around big time. He also admits that uh, the Biden administration and the Democrats are so weak and they've gone so far to the left. Because they didn't have a large majority. They have a thin majority in the Senate currently. They have a thin majority in the House currently. So they had to rely on these radical leftists within their party to get anything done. But uh, uh, but uh, but Joe Biden, forgive me, but it's true. I think he's the biggest. I don't say this to be mean. I think it's true. I I think I think we have probably the biggest moron uh, that's ever been in the White House in Joe Biden. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I I, I, I literally think the guy, despite his senility, I literally think he's too fried short of a happy meal. I just don't think a lot of you know, I I don't think the elevator goes all the way upstairs and I don't think it ever has. He definitely has has never been lunchbox Joe. But getting back to this issue of, of of these lockdowns and the dress rehearsal they were trying to warm us up you had mass media that was supportive of the state's messaging and the deprivation of rights i'll get into this because this this is happening again with the paul pelosi story i don't think i clarified myself or made a good enough argument on friday night i want to try it again here on the dennis prager show guys i see your calls the call boards are full i promise i'll get to you as, as many of you as possible this is carl jackson in for dennis prager
5: all right, welcome back to the
2: Dennis Prager Show. The number to call into the program, one 8 prager 776 one prager 776 I see your calls out there. Mike and El Segundo, I'll be going to you next, so please stay on the line. Uh, Vincent, Cheryl, Brent, the other Mike, Maria, I see you out there. The number to call in, 1-8-Prager-776-1-8-Prager-776. And uh, we're going through, and as we go through, uh, uh, Dennis Prager's old column, two and a half years old now. Our dress rehearsal for a police state. What I'm trying to do is 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 make the argument or make the case that our fight for freedom begins tomorrow. It's just the starting line, right? Uh, inflation, crime, all of these things, and we'll address them uh, in this show. Uh, wokeness. Uh, these things, uh, I think, wokeness will probably be ar- around longer than uh, that. Than we want to admit, it's stuff that we have to keep fighting for. You have to understand uh, that what the left did with this police state that they created with the COVID lockdowns can never, ever, ever happen again in the United States of America. Any under any condition. I don't care if you're a Democrat. Okay party. I don't care if you're libertarian. I don't care if you're Republican. You should never put up with that. And God, listen, Christian church, Jewish synagogues, Uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should have been the first ones standing up for liberty and tyranny. Instead, we acquiesced. Many church leaders, uh, you know, uh, told the lines with uh with uh, with Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins. And played the game right along with them, even condemning uh, some of their colleagues, like Doctor uh, 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 it It's it's it, it, it's 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 just amazing to me what happened, how Americans laid down, how people of faith laid down. And I know if you're listening to the Dennis Prager show, chances are you did not. Uh, but let's be honest. I I think all of us were taken aback by how easy it was to practice this or, or 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 to implement this dress rehearsal for the police state that we did see occur. I do have some news on the Hispanic vote on the eve of the twenty twenty election. We'll get into that uh in the third hour of the show as well as I do want to talk about affirmative action, albeit uh albeit briefly. Let me let me say this and I'll I'll return uh to the cause. Again and we'll go to Mike and Also, Gondo, Mike is Mike is up next here. All right. But uh, I don't want any amnesty for lockdowners. I don't want any amnesty whatsoever. I don't want mercy. I don't want they need to repent. They need to beg our forgiveness. They need to admit that they were completely and totally and utterly wrong. And they should still suffer the consequences. What they did was nothing short of evil, but I'm willing to say I'm willing to say, if you admit what you did was wrong, hey, okay, we forgive you, but you need to pay the consequences. People died. People's lives were absolutely ruined. Our kids are dumber uh, than ever. Hat tip, Daily Caller, America is getting dumber, experts say. Lockdowns aren't the only cause of student struggles, so students across the nation are experiencing a learning loss, which is a result of teachers' unions and a lack of school choice. The rapid decline of academic achievement can be fixed through transparency. According to some experts, according to Yale Levin of No Left Turn in Education, she's the communications director there. She says, and I quote, America is getting dumber because our students no longer learn actual K-12 science, uh, 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 K through 12 science, K through 12 or science, actual science in K through 12 or college. Forgive me. Uh, she says now the scientific method is racist and students are being taught that doctors guess the baby's gender at birth and that gender is a spectrum and has nothing to do with biological sex, doctors that guess a baby's sex uh, at birth uh, are cowards. They're cowards. They're either cowards or they're making money. They they shouldn't be taken seriously. I, I would find another doctor. That isn't science. That's wokeness. and You should be ashamed of yourself. For God's sakes, man, be a man, be a woman of character. He goes on to say, since the lockdowns, says here in the article since COVID-19, but let's face it, it was the lockdowns that did the damage. Uh, since the lockdowns, American students are posting lower test scores amounting to historic learning loss. The article goes on to say high school graduates from the class of 2022 this year averaged uh, a score on the ACT of 19.8 out of a 36. 19.8 out of a 36. A college admissions test, right? So that's the lowest score. The lowest average score in more than 30 years. How much time, Sean? Experts told the DCNF, uh, Daily Caller News Foundation, that while the scores are further proof that shutdown of schools from the COVID-19 pandemic caused learning loss, the current American school system and teachers unions and a straight from traditional education have caused students' academic achievement to drop. Guys, our students are getting dumber than ever because of the lockdowns. Media, the Dennis Brager Show, I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson. Send in for Dennis Prager. Guys, please subscribe to my podcast. It's free. Salem Podcast Network.com, The Carl Jackson Show. Or you can go directly to the Carl Jackson Show.com wherever you get your podcast. Follow me on social media, The Carl Jackson Show, The Carl Jackson Show, wherever you are on social media. I'm on True Social. I'm on Getter. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Uh, the Carl Jackson Show on any of your social media sites. I would truly appreciate the follow. Again, I want to take the time to thank, to thank uh, Dennis Prager and Sue. Uh, I want to thank Sean McConnell, who's in my ear. Alan Estrin for giving me another opportunity opportunity behind the microphone. Lou, who's, uh, who's got my back here in the Orlando studio. And I don't know who's answering the calls today, uh, but you are doing – Leslie, thank you, Leslie. Leslie, you're doing a fabulous job uh, really summing these calls up for me in the call. Uh, If you do want to call in, the number to do so, 1-8-Prager-776, one prager I'll be going to you next, Cheryl, so please don't go anywhere. Cheryl, that's in Los uh, Alamitos, California. I see Mike in Detroit. I see Brent out there. I see Richard. I see Warren. I will get to you guys. Just uh, please hold tight. I'll get to you as soon as possible. Keep the border in mind as well, guys. We'll get in uh, to, la- to the Latino uh, 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 a vote here as well. And let me just um, make something clear If in case I didn't say this uh, at the top of the last hour when it comes to David to pay if he he allegedly struck um, uh, 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 Paul Pelosi upside the head. Uh, he should pay the price uh, for that. Uh, but there's some uh, there's a cover up going on and anyone with the modicum of common sense understands that there is a cover up uh, that is currently happening uh, between the San Francisco. Uh, FBI uh, between the local law enforcement and the DA now there. Sadly, I really had some hope, some great hope for her. Uh, So she's uh, been disappointing when it comes to this story, but I'm sure there's a lot of pressure uh, that's coming down on her. Uh, It's sad, but it's true. Hey, something I didn't finish up. I want to make sure that I finish up as far as schooling is concerned, uh, because. Uh, I told you how America is getting dumber as a result of the lockdown policies, but not just the lockdown policies. It's because they're teaching all this woke crap uh, to our kids instead of uh, real science, you know, as I made mention of before. But something that's fascinating to me, these losers that are getting paid a buttload of money to make your kids dumber. Randy Weingartner, uh, Garden, she's the president of the uh, uh, the uh, the National Education Association uh, and the American Federation of Teachers She's making a whopping four hundred and twenty-six thousand or she did in twenty 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 one uh while your kid sat on the sidelines getting dumber, while Becky Pringle, she's the president of the uh NEA, uh and uh, from two thousand or twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. Uh, the year of the COVID lockdown, she made five hundred and thirty four thousand dollars, two hundred and thirty four dollars. Not bad for not actually earning a paycheck and keeping your kids out of school. However, there are models that are that are working. The Catholic schools, as a matter of fact, uh, fared well. Uh, some of them performed even better, or at least kept their reading levels and math levels. Um, you know, uh, they did pretty well, fared well. Uh, maintain them, if you will. According to Real Clear Opinion Research in February, though, more than 70% of Americans supported school choice. It's time for school choice. Guys, it's time for school choice. Not everyone learns the same way. If a parent wants to take their child to a school that's going to be better uh, for that child and to help them to progress and become uh, uh, pillars of society, uh, that parent should have the opportunity to do so. You should force these schools to compete. And that way, instead of in, in, instead of trying to go woke and teaching your kids how to be little racist uh, and, and little sex fiends, uh, just so that they can try to control them. That's the ultimate goal is to try to control your kids and try to divorce your kids uh, from your uh, 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 from their parents that 's what they want to do that 's why they 're doing all this crt that 's why they're the, uh, the these teachers are such uh, so sex crazed when it comes to some of these younger children they just want to divorce those children from your morals and they want these children to follow left wing morals so that they have them all right so it's it 's a sick business, but you have to understand that that 's exactly what they 're doing another thing the third thing that Dennis Prater talks about is the use of the police uh, as being a hallmark of a police state. He said here, and again, this is two and a half years ago, police departments throughout America have agreed to enforce these laws and edicts with, uh, with what can only be, be described as frightening uh, uh, alacrity. After hearing, uh, after hearing me describe police giving uh, summonses to or even arresting people for playing baseball with their children, you guys remember that? On a beach, jogging alone without a mask or worshiping on Easter while sitting isolated in their cars in a church parking lot, a police officer called in to the Dennis Prager show. He explained that the police have no choice. They must respond to every dispatch they receive. Dennis Prager asked the question, and why are they dispatched to a person jogging on a beach or sitting alone in a park? And the officer uh, 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 said, well, uh, he said the department was informed about the law uh, lawbreakers. And who told the police about these lawbreakers? Dennis Prager asked, and the guy, his answer uh, brings us to the fourth characteristic of a police state. Snitches. Snitches. How do the police dispatchers learn of lawbreakers such as family playing softball in a public park, long joggers without face masks uh, from their fellow citizens? It's snitching on them. As a matter of fact, the mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, set up a snitch line. You guys remember that? You guys remember that? See, they even, this is what the left does. Because the left is void of God, uh, this is why these people get so caught up in global warming. The left does. They get caught up in global warming, man made climate change, all this kind of stuff. They create their own gods. Since they don't follow a real God, they create their own gods. They create their own morality. They have a religion. They just don't go to church, they don't go to synagogue, but they have a religion. It's called leftism. All right? And so they create their own morality. They want to feel virtuous. They want to feel closer to whatever their God is. All right. So if they feel like snitching on a neighbor that's playing catch with his kid is immoral. Guess what? They'll call the cops on them. And sadly, many cops complied with that as well. It's a sad state of affairs. Speaking of cops real quick and Cheryl, I'll be going to you shortly here. Let me just share with you these stats because Hillary Clinton has been lying. Hillary Clinton has been lying when it comes to crime and so has a left. I pray to God, Lord Jesus, I pray that Kathy Hochul gets her butt uh, her butt. uh, 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 Let me let me be careful. I hope Kathy Hochul loses her race to uh, to Lee Zeldin, uh, current uh, uh, current uh, congressman but hopefully the new governor of New York. Guys, we need some massive wins tomorrow. We need some earth-shaking wins tomorrow. We need some wins that are going to wake up the lefties. So here are the stats from New York City. And, guys, this isn't just New York City, but I'm speaking specifically of New York City. So rape is up 10.9%. You know, Kathy Hochul in the debate, she told Leeds Zeldin, I don't know why you're so concerned about You don't know why? The governor or, or, or hopefully the future governor, Lee Zeldin, is concerned about crime in your in your state and in your city. Hey, victims of crime, victims of crime. I hope you hear that. I hope you hear that and understand that this is who the left is. These are their woke policies. This is what they want to do so inflation i understand people are starving i understand are paying too much i understand for gas and food i get that all of that stuff will eventually mellow out but what what won't change is the left's view on crime that won't change wokeness that won't change these people need to go more of this on the other side and i'll take your calls next carl jackson in for dennis prager
0: the dennis prager show
2: all right, welcome back to the Dennis Prager Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Dennis Prager. Just real quick, uh, uh, let me just report some of the crime stats in New York City. In New York City, the crime uh, stats are as follows. Rape is up 10.9%. Robbery is up 32.4%. Burglary is up 29.1%. Grand larceny is up under the leadership of Kathy Hochul and Mayor Eric Adams, 38.5 percent. Listen, um, Kathy Hochul, she did she did an uh, an interview with CNN. um, And again, she's the current uh, uh, governor of New York. and, and, And she asserted that, and I quote, the data is not showing, quote, that bail reform is causing the surge in crime and there are, And and I'm quoting, there are individual cases, but compared to pre uh, uh, pre pandemic and when this was passed, I don't think there's a real disparity. Close quote. See, common sense. Americans aren't buying it. People want to be safe. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what party you're a part of. People want to be safe. Uh, Had to forget, man. Again, he's the producer of Officer Tatum show. He shared with me some information On this uh, basically a murder report, 27 of the top 30 crime ridden cities that are run by Democrats, 27 of the top uh, 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 of the top 30 crime ridden cities are all run by Democrats. You understand this. And 14 of them happen to be bought and paid for by none other than George Soros. This column goes on to say it's not hard to understand why reforms such as ending cash bail, defunding the police, refusing to prosecute entire categories of crimes, letting thousands of convicted felons out of prison early, significantly cutting the prison population and other progressive ideas have have led to massive spikes in crime. This is common sense, but not to those that are on, on the left particularly violent crime, including murder in the communities where those on the left have implemented them. And who do you think is impacted most when these when these criminals are let out? Obviously, it's going to be poor minority communities. Obviously, as of June 20 uh, June of this year, the top three cities uh, with the highest homicide rates include Chicago with three, uh, 304 homicides. Philadelphia has 240. You've got New York with 197 homicides. And again, this is just as of June of this year. The report also highlighted that 27 of the top 30 cities with the highest murder rates as of June of this year were run by Democratic mayors, except for three cities, Lexington, Kentucky, Jacksonville, Florida, where do we join Jacksonville, um, are run by Republican mayors and Las Vegas, which has had an independent mayor. All of the other cities are straight up blue cities more specifically uh, 14 of the 30 cities which have uh, the the highest murder rates have george Soros backed uh, or soros inspired rogue prosecutors uh, there were 20 uh, 2554 homicides in those 30 cities through June 2554 and listen to this. In the 14 cities with Soros backed road prosecutors, there were seventeen hundred and fifty two homicides representing sixty eight percent of the homicides in, 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 in the 30 cities. That, that, that's just insane. That is just insane. Now, there was a report. This is what Hillary Clinton and the left is lying about. There was a report that was written in response to another report that was released in March titled the red state murder problem. So this is the lie that the left is spinning uh, by the third way. That's the name of the group that that created the lie, the 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 fake narrative, the false narrative. Um, Third Way, it's a national think tank that champions modern center-left ideas, according to its websites. So here's what they do. When you remove the crime-infested homicide-riddled cities from the state murder rate featured in the Third Way study, you dramatically lower the murder rate for that state, upending their conclusions and exposing the piece for what it really is, a straightforward attempt at a political projection dressed up as a study. Let me read that again. When you remove the crime infested homicide riddled cities from the state murder rate featured in the third way study they removed they removed third way did the murder rate in their crime written ridden blue cities and put out a report that excluded the murder rate in their crime ridden blue cities and they put this out as a report This is a left-wing think tank. This is what Hillary Clinton is using to lie to America because you know she is salivating to run. But this is what the left does. Guys, tomorrow is just the starting point. Don't rest on your laurels. Everybody show up to vote. But please, please start explaining to your neighbor, things are going to get worse. We've tapped out the, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Joe Biden can't lie anymore. We're going to feel some pain. They're going to try to blame Republicans. You have to be, you have to know what's going on so you can explain it to your neighbors. Tomorrow is the starting point. We've got to win the White House in 2024 and Keep the House and, Lord willing, keep the Senate and increase numbers. Let me uh, let me take a call real quick. Uh, let's go to Cheryl. Cheryl is in Los Alamitos, California. Cheryl has been waiting patiently. Sure. Uh, I appreciate your patience so much. You've got the mic.
5: Thank you. Thank you, Carl. First of all, God bless you and, and Dennis Prager and Sue and everybody there. Um, Thank you. So, you know, I think it was, uh, John, you're welcome. Uh, John Adams, who said, liberty once lost is lost forever. And you've been talking about freedom. My mom is going to be 95 next week. She is a survivor, Holocaust survivor from Auschwitz wow. and Geislingen. She was liberated by the Americans in Dachau. And my dad, may rest in peace, fought in the Battle of the Bulge for freedom. So my mom wow. survived for freedom. And wow. she said, freedom, there's nothing more important. My mom came out. When Michelle Steele in the 45th District ran, she endorsed Michelle the first time, and she's endorsing her now, just as mom endorsed Larry Elder. So to all those keyboard cowards who got out on Twitter, on Michelle Steele's Twitter feed, and said that my mom is a Nazi, and called Michelle Steele all kinds of horrible names, let me just say this. You want KKK, Joe Biden's your guy. He was the one that eulogized and supported Senator Byrd. You want more KKK? Hillary Clinton's your lady. She's the one who was for the eugenicist and and got the award from Margaret Sanger. You want, you know, uh, anti-Semites? Barack Obama and Kamala Harris are your people. They're the ones who supported and got in photo ops with Farrakhan. If you care more about California and you care more about being an American than you do about being a libertarian, a Republican or, you know, a Democrat, get out and vote tomorrow. Vote yeah. for Michelle Steele. And I'll tell you what, if Michelle Steele is we a racist a seconds, Donald Trump is a racist. They are the absolute failures at it because they've done more for the Christians and the Jewish people and the people of faith and for freedom in this country than any president and any congressman. Amen. So get out. And vote.
2: Amen. Cheryl. Great call. This is Carl Jackson. And for Dennis Prager, we'll be back.
0: Listen to the field, it's gone. All
2: right. Welcome back to the Dennis Prager show. Short time remaining. I want to go to a couple of calls real quick. We've got Richard that's been waiting patiently in Long Beach, California. Uh, Richard, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You got the mic. If you could make it quick, please.
6: Uh, I'll try. I'll give you a quick uh, scenario what the worst case scenario for the election would be. And That's basically that you know how Trump Biden's been trashing us, calling us fascists, calling us election deniers and the rest of this. He's trying to paint a picture around us, and I think he wants to be able to blame us if there is any violence. And say, see, I told you about these guys, and I think the setup is the Democrats know they're not going to win. In fact, they probably knew this from day one. How do you ruin a country and then expect to get reelected? So they know they're going to have to cheat like crazy, and it will be pretty obvious to everybody. And there's going there will be protests, and there will be, be some violence, but I think he's going to make it worse. By sending his own people in there and stoking up the violence, and I think the, the end game here is to be able to declare martial law and to be able to say, "Oh, we got to have all the ballots counted in Washington D.C." I think that's the Democrats' death clinch. So I wouldn't be so happy about the nice candidates we have. Don't be too confident. Whatever, they, they, I think they still got something going here in the background.
2: That's my opinion. yeah. Listen, Richard, I appreciate the call. Listen, I, I I just we we need to we need to get out and vote. Uh, We need to get out and vote in such overwhelming numbers uh, that the left is shaken up Uh, for me. Uh, there's no doubt that the that the left is up to nefarious. They have all these nefarious plots. There's no doubt about it. We have to continue to spread the gospel, I think, of Jesus Christ and to spread uh, the gospel of conservative restoration now is what I'm calling it. Our Judeo-Christian principles, what makes America great. We've got to be willing to share that with any and everyone so that we restore freedom in America. And I think the onus is on us, the voter. Freedom ha- comes with responsibility responsibility. Let's go to Warren. Warren, you got the mic, but we've got a short period of time, so you got to make it quick. Warren is in Naperville, yeah. Illinois. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. You've got the mic.
6: Uh, thank you for taking my call. I want to make a lockdown comment okay. uh, about the COVID. Hospitals at that time were being overwhelmed by the, by the sick. The country was running out of capacity to treat people who needed hospital, hospitalization to get well. So what the lockdowns did for us was to buy us space and time to come up with the uh, vaccines, to build more capacity to treat more people, and to understand the disease. Vaccines were developed, and the economy opened. Uh, we were worried about Italy, which was experiencing 400 deaths. We got to about 5,000 deaths a day. It's all very easy to look at in, re- in retrospect and say this. Disease well, no, wasn't no.
2: A- a- actually, actually, Warren, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I totally. I, I totally disagree with you. There's been studies including the John Hopkins study that has come out and said all of that was for naught. You can look at you can look at Sweden, you can look at what they did and they didn't buy into the hysteria and they fared just as well. You can also look state to state blue states and red states that didn't lock down forever where there's hardly no difference at all. So I appreciate the comments. You're simply wrong. Until next time, guys, don't grow you're doing good. God bless you.
1: Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia.